stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Hello, everybody. We are back at the Advanced Advertising Pavilion here and the NAB Show 2017, really talking to leaders, thought leaders in media, entertainment, and tech, and continuing a theme this morning of talking to folks who are involved in virtual and augmented reality. There's a big pavilion here um, at NAB in the North Hall, uh, much bigger than last year, and so we've got some great folks that we've been um, digging into. And so right now we have the fabulous Tana Frederick. And Tana's company is called Feral Dog Productions. Oh, I love that. Thanks. <laughs> I named it after my dog, who's who's uh, he's a he's a Shiba Inu. And if, if anybody out there has Shiba Inus, you know that like they're basically scared of absolutely everything. <laughs> so jumping into this VR project, I had never produced VR narrative series before. So I was like, I'm just gonna jump in, and it's okay if I'm scared of everything. I'm still gonna get out there. So and so give get us in. give us a sense of your background, because I think that's great to hear that this is your first project or that you jumped into VR because so so much of it is so overwhelming. So do you have a traditional film background, production background? Yeah, um, I think like a lot of people who are getting into VR and VR narrative right now, I started out in theater when I was... Uh, eight or nine. That's and why then, I like you. Oh, good. <laughs> I was a drama major. Perfect. Nice to meet you. We can go into show tunes together right <laughs> that's now. That's right. <laughs> Ready and Hamilton. No, that's right. That's not us. Okay. Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah. not so much. Yeah. Um, more learner and low. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just so you know. Okay, go I'll be your backup. Um, and then I got into doing a lot of indie film out. Um, I did a lot of indie films when I got into Los Angeles and was lucky enough to do a lot of films with Henry Jaglum, the indie filmmaker. Yeah, um, how neat. Yeah, so, so um, I've had a lot of agency and creating uh, and, and putting my own my own two cents worth into the production process um, and it's been a really exciting exciting journey for me being an artist and so when Randall Kleiser who directed Grease and um, Flight at the Navigator and Blue Lagoon wanted to do this project um, and approached me about doing a VR project um, I thought this could really be an incredibly amazing new structure for artists to produce their work and to immerse their audience members. And so um, so it was fascinating, and I, I said, heck yeah, without knowing what Jumping I was getting in. into. Right. <laughs> so what, what was Which the was first good. thing that you... Did you um, just read up and talk to all the technology people on the side of VR? Because there's so much tech. I mean, it's such a tech-driven uh, art form yes. right now. That just was like, really intimidating. Like a, I, I would think so. Just like visual effects has been for so long, mm-hmm. so driven by software... Um, to get to the artistry. So so you talked to a lot of folks and you wrapped your head around all of it? Yeah, I mean, I started out and I, I didn't want to be too hard on myself. I, I run marathons and I think that this whole VR this whole VR world is kind of like a giant marathon where, you're, where you just need to show up at a lot of these places like NAB, like convention centers, and just show up and be easy on yourself and start to ask a lot of questions, get really involved um, with checking stuff out, asking questions, asking people for advice. So I remember the first panel that I went Went to or the first um, in, in Los Angeles, Randall took me to my very first dinner, and I was so overwhelmed. And I, I just went up to this uh, this gentleman. I don't remember what company he was from, but he had just finished um, shooting like a Jack ba- Black. Uh, what's a scary children's book uh, that he does? Uh, oh right, the book, bu- like a books. promo with yeah. the big grasshopper yeah, yeah, on the yeah. top of the car. Yeah, it was the uh, the books peep character goosebumps. Yeah, goosebumps. The bam, characters. Ba-bam. Ba-bam. Okay, <laughs> and yeah, so he so. 
So, uh, so he said, um, I said, what's the best advice? I kind of like, he was the quietest guy at the table and I was like, he's probably the most successful here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they, I cornered him and I said, you know, what's the best advice you can give an artist starting out in VR who knows nothing about it? And he said, during my lunch break, I pick up my camera and I go out, I shoot 360 and I make, and this was two and a half years ago. And he said, I make all the mistakes that I can possibly make right now because we have time to do it. Right. Because right. it's not solidified. It's, it's early days. It's really, that's the other thing everyone has to know is it's early days. Yeah. Two know. years ago, it was still two and a half years ago. It was, it, yeah, it was, but it's solidifying so fast. So yeah. Right now, there's a there's lot of money still, flooding in. A yes. Lot of money yeah. There is. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so that was, so, so getting into it was, was intimidating, but, but then again, it's not because, you know, we're, as artists, we have to learn how to sort of manage Everything and facilitate changes the all whole the time, production right. schedule. Yeah. 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 So, um, so, you know, I stopped, I think it's somewhere there was a flip, um, of, oh yeah, this isn't difficult. This is helping me. This tech is helping me improve. This right. tech is helping us finish our, our series and get it to can, you know? And right. so, and so it just, that mindset of, oh yeah, I, I'm, I'm so fortunate to be, to be seeing all these new, new implements implementations in right. the, into the industry. Now, do you feel like now you only want to do VR? No. <laughs> that no. is the most honest no. answer I've gotten to date <laughs> because everyone's like, oh, VR is going to change my life. But to me, I feel like it's a tool just like everything yeah. else. And when something should be VR or AR, you use it just like when something should be online or digital or interactive or whatever it is, you know? Absolutely. I mean, look, there's no, there's, if you want to get honest, there's, there's no, um, there's no commodification right now of, or there's, there's no structure set up for VR narrative yet. Yet. Right. And um, I do think that there will be, um, 2017, there's, uh, there, there's, uh, a, Headsets had had upped, uh, have been ordered by like 359 percent increase, and then um, so it's like I don't know 17 million headsets, and then by in three years it's supposed to be 22 million dollar headsets. Right. So we're talking about like theater in a phone, right? Right. If you're basing and breaking it down for an artist speak, right. you're talking about accessibility in theater in a phone, and that is amazing. And you're also talking about what I consider to be. Um, theater in the round in reverse when you're in and oh, storytelling yeah because it's a really, true drama major thing to say <laughs> right because you're just kind of setting yourself up um with our actors that we use we, we all kind of ended up figuring out okay this is how we're going to use we used a prototype of the ozo camera um and filmed with harry hamlin carl weathers um veronica cartwright so we had a lot of great wow. faces and, and yeah. yeah and um, very well established actors yeah, yeah yeah and that really worked toward um toward what we were trying to do at the time with with all the with all they the must have loved also learning about how do i act in, in front of like a yeah in a these. big cone with with screens yeah yeah what do yeah. i do about this yeah i love that yeah it was really cool um because that was that was the first ours was the first project um i went in and d developed the first like seg in the project um and in in for VR, yeah. And so at that time, I worked with a, the gentleman, this gentleman, na lovely gentleman named Cam at at uh, SAG, and he was all very, very excited to know about, um, to help me with the actors' uh, contracts with VR, figuring out what the logistics Wait, is, were. Is it a whole new world in legal now, dealing with talent in VR? It is, and it's yeah. and it's solidifying really fast. Mm -hmm. And um, then in two and a half years ago, when we first shot, and we're not out of post yet, just. FYI, we're yeah. still we're still looking for distribution. So, if you guys want to go to 
www.defrostvr.com check out our project and is is that the company or the or the project's name the project is called defrost and it's um it's a narrative series okay. and it's 12 episodes um each episode is five to six minutes directed by randall kleiser mm-hmm. and um so when we went to seg it was it was very wonderful because everybody was so excited about Jumping in, right. jumping and getting your feet wet, and fi- figuring out what kind of new this legal structures. Right. Yeah. yeah, and now I have a lot of uh, my guy friends uh, and girlfriends who are trying to produce VR. They go into SAG, and and it's already is it's already solidified. So it's a lot more difficult to get the contracts done to get. So it's fascinating to see how fast this right, world right. Is, is, and and this medium is being utilized as a way to immerse and, and the it's, audience. It's in LA. What I've noticed is uh, like two years ago, I had all these friends and they just lost their soul to VR. And I was like, what are you doing? And now they're actively engaged in the whole thing so it's a whole different game you know because now there's real things happening yeah yeah uh, it's just really interesting but i think you're being really smart about again from a content strategy perspective virtual reality augmented reality mixed reality is not the answer for everything but for the right project and for the right storytelling it is Absolutely, absolutely. And and as an artist, I don't feel that I also would never say, like, do you just want to do theater? No, I don't want to just do theater. Would you, do you just want to do film? No. Do you just want to do VR? No. I would say all of these mediums need to be harnessed. And, yeah. and, and as an artist... People should be out there learning about um, um, VR and trying it out and and figuring out because it's it's such a beautifully complicated thing to try to work out. Okay, we're doing a narrative now. Are you um, as where are you going to put the audience member? You're giving them a full 360 view. Are you going to make them a participant or are they going to be the observer? How are you going to make them feel immersed when when there's so many arguments about what 360 is and if it's fully immersive and 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 how are you going to um, how are you going to make that experience for them and and basically every single time I mean I could go through all of the posts all of the editing uh, all the problems all the glitches that we've had but but when it comes down to it it's just pretty much like putting on a show in a barn right right it's the same <laughs> and just trying to thing. solve yeah. it's just a new solve set of, of stuff um, which is why so many of my friends who are in visual effects are now producing VR and it's the same concept it's right. you're working with post-production software you're working with assets, and then you're you're working with the artists on the other side, the filmmakers, and you're trying to make sure the two feed each other. Because I've had so many friends who started a project and the software got upgraded. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, you can't, and that happens every five seconds. Yeah. so you yeah. can't let that slow you down. You just have to move forward yeah. and know what your original design was and what your end product should be. Right. Um, yeah. So so it, you know people. I think a lot and there are so many artists who are utilizing it too like a a lot of women's panels there are so many um, younger women who come up to me after panels and say hey I'm doing this uh, theater project and I just put together my entire play and I have it stitched and where do I put it I'm like right, what? Right. <laughs> yeah. What? You right. mean you you actually stitch this whole thing together? And the, it's there's really up and coming amazing narrative VR artists, potential narrative VR artists that also need a that lot of ju- encouragement that, that are jumping in right away. Just like my seven year old uses I- iPad and voice, you know, the, talking to voice activation and all these different things, like it's second nature. So these younger artists coming up 
you know, aren't learning traditional filmmaking, they're jumping right into VR. Yeah, and seeing you know. all of these things that are available to us now. I mean, right. we were working with Jackie Moray um, at VRLA with a scent collar. So our whole premise of Defrost is you, which Randall very wonderfully, I think, um, crafted this this story with, with the fact that we were, for our, our first episode, we, ha- we were working with IM360 from Canada. We had about four GoPros. We, we put them onto the head of a dummy, and then Randall inserted himself as a director, because it's 360, so he could see every take without playback. He put himself into scrubs and pushed oh, wow. and pushed the camera. And then everybody around... So, so he blended in. Yes, exact, exactly. That's so smart. Yeah, okay, so that's it, what you have to do. Right. And you can't, no you can't get too hung up on the perfectionism of it. You can't get yeah. too hung up on the details, because right. otherwise, I mean, there's no you know, we couldn't use any lighting. There wasn't any. I don't like that you see every angle of your body. <laughs> actually, I'm not a fan of that. Actually, it wasn't bad. Okay, okay. Like, I was actually like, hmm, I think I'd rather be filmed in VR than HD. Really? Well, yeah, yeah HD is a whole other discussion. Right, right, right. Yeah. But um, it, but no yeah, matter so how long you live in LA, there's nothing that can save your face from no, HD. It just <laughs> doesn't matter how much Mac makeup you have. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, Tana, it's been so great talking to you. So um, tell us again where we can find it. D- DefrostVR.com. Yes, v- DefrostVR.com. Check it out. And, and you're going um, to the Gam Lions. And, and we're going to, yep, we're going to Cannes. We'll be at Next. Um, and look for us. Check and, us and, out. And, and, and you're looking for more distribution. And, and more investment and things like that. Yes. All right, great. So check out defrostvr.com for this great project. And we'll be hearing more from Tana, I'm sure, who gave us a great perspective on what it's like to go from being a traditional creative artist to moving into VR and maybe back. Or what I like to call disruptor and innovator. Nice. Yeah. I love that. All yeah. right. We are broadcasting live from the Advanced Advertising Pavilion at the NAB Show 2017. And we'll be back with more VR thought leaders because this is our VR morning today here on the Tech Cat Show.